Well, 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 he's back. Can you believe it? Well, after a major pandemic and a major heart attack, we lived through it all. And we are back at it again. As we say in Texas, we're back in the saddle again. And we're having a great time with this. This is Illumination from Sunset Lodge 369 in Santa Monica, California. So good to have you with us on our opening show after a while. Uh, my name is Les, and we are honored to start having a co-host. And this is Sean sitting over here on the other side. Thank you, Sean, for being a part of this with us. Appreciate you for having me. No, no problem. Well, you are in for a treat. Uh, our guest today is Krista. She has done, uh, she is just a brilliant person, number one, and the work that she does. But she did a study on the numbers 369, from our, uh, which is our lodge number. And there's something very magical about this. She gave this talk at our lodge uh, during our dinner time not too long ago, and it was phenomenal. So you are in for a treat because Krista is just a wealth of information and knowledge. And it's such an honor to have you a part of our group today. Well, thank you for inviting me. This is really fun. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Now, I don't want to take any time away from you since you got a lot here. You guys, you're going to love it. Why don't you go ahead? Uh, well, let me talk about how I came to this. My husband roped me into it because he knows I like to research, and I, I do know numerology and Kabbalah. And you folks have a really special number for your lodge, and you have that number forever, so it's 369. Yes. What I discovered, which I did not know, is the connection to Nikola Tesla and that number. Really? I didn't know anything about that. I've, I'm sure you've everyone's heard of Nikola Tesla, but you know, I only knew what the common man knows about him. And even though I've always wanted to like study more about him, I'm in love with him now. <laughs> he's a, he's so he's such an unusual person. When you read about like I read his he has a very short autobiography, and I had no idea how mystical he was. Mm. So as a young uh, man, he had this ability, first of all, which helped him with his inventions, um, to visualize everything completely finished. And they think he had like this eidetic memory like Madame Blavatsky, where you can see in 3D, like it's a very special mm. kind of memory. Not everybody has it, but he had that as a kid. He just knew he could do that. And then he also had this hearing ability that saved um, their neighbor's life. He could hear fire starting like from a distance and he had this mental breakdown at one point and, and that hearing that ability to hear he could even hear more so but he literally saved um people's lives with that so he had but he never called himself a mystic but he has all he definitely has the signs of it even when you you read some of his other statements and i i don't know if this this quote is true or not but he's said to have said if you knew the magnificence of three six and nine you would have the key to the universe wow what is true is he was obsessed with that number. There, there is no doubt that he really did have this obsession with 369. And then I guess I should say a little bit about who he was, just for people that don't know anything about him. Um, he was a Serbian-American inventor, born July 10th, 1856, in Smiljan. I don't know if I'm saying that right, wow. it, which was the Austrian emperor at the time, which is now Croatia. And the Serbians, Croatia, by the way, fight over him because they want to, They both want to own him. Sure. Um, he died January 7th, 1943, and he was credited with the invention discovery of alternating current, neon and fluorescent lights, x-rays, the radio, remote controls, 
bioelectricity, uh, biophysics, the Tesla coil, and also proposed free electricity for everyone. Mm. Um, and he, one of the things that troubled him a lot, and he was a Cancerian man. I'm a Cancerian woman. I love that about <laughs> yes. him. Um, we have a similar chart in some ways, though I'm not an inventor at all. Um, but he um, was really, he really wanted peace in the world. And he really wanted to help humanity. He had this huge intention with his inventions. Uh, so he did have this kind of noble, like, I think, mind. And, and, and he, he really did a lot of inventions. And when you read his story, he really did have people steal his work. I mean, it's like one of those people that, that, you know, he, and he didn't make a lot of money from it. You know, it's unfortunately, though, though, of course, he should have. So that's a little bit about him. Um, there was uh, also, oh, the other thing that's cool about him is he's associated with lightning. The, the legend is that he was born um, in a lightning storm, during a lightning storm. Mm. And, and he was born at midnight. How cool is that? Wow. So, uh, and then he has this whole thing with lightning and thunder. And he himself would talk to lightning and thunder as if they were beings. And he gave them names, special names. So that's, that's, that's this kind of unusual side of him that... It's it's all documented too. It's, I wonder if he can control lightning now. <laughs> you you kind of do wonder that, you right? Know? He was he was a really, very intriguing person. He and the more you like read about him, I mean, there's something about him that is so. I mean, ancient aliens want to claim him. Oh, I, <laughs> you know? I was going to say America might want to claim him as well. That's right. <laughs> so um, that's a little bit about him. Um, so I don't know if you want me to. Continue with him, or what? What would you like me to do? Whatever you want to do, it's it's your your platform. Okay, well, feel free to interact with me, so I'm not just giving. I kind of want to know the connection between um, the three six nine and 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 him in the lodge, and you know. Okay, so what I did, what when you go to study like a symbol, you basically try to do it from different angles, and Mm. so. The most interesting thing to me was the first one I looked at was the math because I didn't know anything about the math of 369. And so that was interesting. And so I looked at it from the math. I looked at it from the numerology and then also Kabbalah. And I came up with some really cool things that reflect how how great a number your lodge has. So the, the thing about the math that's really cool, and I think there's more to the math than what I learned, but basically... You start off with this doubling exercise. If you take the number one and you double that, and then you double that, and then you reduce it to what's called the digital root, you come up with this sequence of numbers that's repetitive, one, two, four, eight, seven, five. Mm-hmm. And so basically one plus one is two, two plus two is four, four plus four is eight, eight plus eight is 16, and that 16 reduces to seven. And then you just get this repetition. So it's missing the numbers three, six, and nine. Mm. And this is a mathematical fact. So that was interesting. And so then when you take the numbers three and you you double that and also six, you get three and six all the time and mm. nine is missing. And so then the number nine, when you double that, only becomes the digital root is always nine. So nine is like the king of three, six, nine is and all they say that three, six, nine is a higher dimension. Uh, and, and also you see it's actually connected to ge- um, the geometric shapes. And you'll see nine, and we'll talk about that later, in actual creation through um, measuring certain like planets and the speed of light. So I, I couldn't really get why 
and how Tesla used the number 369, but he was so superstitious that he would even do, like, I think, walk around a building three times, and he would do this whole kind of obsessive thing with the number three, especially. Right. And, and he believed it had a power in and of itself. But I think, you know, because he was an inventor, he probably applied it in ways that I personally would not understand. That's perfect. That's, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, that alone kind of really blew my mind, that yeah. how orderly that is, and that... And so, so, so three and six are sort of the next level. And the nine kind of, you know, is basically the most important of the three numbers of the three, six, nine. Then when you go to look in nature, um, for instance, when you're looking at the nine, a circle is 360 degrees, which is a nine. And you see also triangles, rectangles, the pentagon, they all break down to the nine when you add up the degrees. Uh, and then when you look at the actual physical world, uh, now, some of this I found wasn't always agreed upon, uh, but like the speed of light seemed to be agreed upon. That adds up to nine. It's it's one eight six two eight two miles per second, and that reduces to the digital root of nine when you add each of the numbers up. Seems like a lot more than just a coincidence. This is going on like this. This is this is awesome. Tell us more. Tell us more. The, the other thing I forgot about nine that's funny is in the math, if you take a number like 702 mm -hmm. and you replace it, so that's a seven plus two is nine, you place the number with a nine, right? The zero, I'm sorry, you replace zero with a nine, you have 792, which is an 18.9. So nine is very much connected to zero. And that happens with any number you replace. Got question. Uh, you said 702. Would that also work for 720? Yeah, anything with a zero. If you replace the zero with the nine, it will reduce to nine. So Because see, our, our address here is 720. Oh, 720. So that's a nine. Wow. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I, just, I saw that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're at seven. That's our address, 720. It, it's and like I, a correlation after. It's, it's just a. A domino you're, effect. You're sitting on a gold it's like mine. A, yeah, right. Where do you get to some of the, the Kabbalah? I mean, this this blew my mind. I thought, you guys have the coolest number ever. I mean, yes. you should be, like, using I, I, it and I, learning from I it. I wonder and, if someone set that up to have us. I, I, don't, I just think that that's the cosmic thing just saying, yes. Yeah, you know. This is you. This, yeah. Said, yeah, that's our street. We're, we're located at 720 Ocean Park. See, I didn't even think of that. You're right. See, another one, another nine. So, you know, nine is, you know, we'll talk about that with the Kabbalah too, but the nine does seem to be kind of the ruler of the, the three and the six. Um, and then it gets, it kind of got esoteric. Some of the things I was reading, I didn't quite understand some of it, that nine represents everything and nothingness, and they, they use math in certain ways to prove that. So, for instance, um, I, I didn't quite understand um, the singularity thing where you if you keep dividing a circle you know it becomes a singularity you know and that's the circle of course reduces to nine and that has a kind of physics application but to be honest i didn't quite understand what that meant right. um so i think that covers sort of the math uh some people call 369 also the mathematical finger of god mm -hmm. and because also i didn't mention it often like some of the um oh time seconds in an hour 3600 Seconds in a day, 86400, which breaks down to an 18.9. So time itself breaks down. Almost all of time breaks down. We have pregnancy, nine mm -hmm. months. Um, there's actually a ton of stuff. There's some of the 
dimensions of the planets. I forget which ones. I had them somewhere. Oh, diameter of the Earth, 7,920 miles. That breaks down to uh, 99 is 18.9, diameter of the sun. Uh, so creation itself is often seen with that mathematical wow. precision. And I think, you know, we all know how precise nature can be. So that was really kind of exciting for me, all that that this is like a real thing. It's not just a symbol, you know, which is fine if it's a symbol too. It just goes on and on and yeah, on. It's mind-boggling. It's... Yes. Yeah, and it, it, and it really does go on and on. And I, I barely, I mean, I did kind of obsess about this for about three months, and I feel I only got to the beginning of how it could all kind of work together. Um, but the next thing I did was, after the math, I said, well, let's look up. Because I like to look up, even though I know I know what the number three and six nine is, but I have this one book I really like called Numerology. Yes. Did you want to? Yes, if you don't mind, just a yes. second before we get into that, Sean, will you tell them who we are? Oh, we're Sunset Masonic Lodge three six nine. Uh, thank you for coming to us at Illumination Sunset Masonic is the email address if you want to contact us. We meet every Tuesday six thirty for dinner. If you're a Mason or not, you can always attend. We would love to have you. And that's it. Yeah. Man, that's great. Thank you. It's good to have it. We'd like to let, let you know who and what we are and where we're coming from. You just come by anytime you want to, whether you visit. Uh, just leave us an email if you're going to come by, and we'll love to have you. All right, Krista, didn't mean to interrupt no you here. But. It's good to tell people who you are. So I like this one book called Numerology, Spiritual Light Vibrations by Jean, and it has a lot of depth in its uh, description of the numbers, and she talks about double-digit and triple-digit numbers, which not all numerology does. But I just thought, well, let me see what she has to say specifically about each of these numbers. And it was really amazing how they fit with just the whole concept. So the number three, and there's, there's like tons of stuff, by the way, so I just took a couple quotes. And one of the quotes I got for the number three is, three symbolizes manifestation and creative expression on the material plane. The three vibration is the energy of the creative principle and allows the one idea to be expressed. The creative imagination is combined with the assertiveness of the one and the sensitivity of the two. The masculine and feminine principles have joined together in a new expression. And then I added that, I did find in a quote from his autobiography that, that Tesla said all repeated acts or operations I performed had to be divisible by three. And if I missed, I felt impelled to do it over again, even if it took hours. That's yeah. how how compulsive he was about sure. the number. That, and that was in this case three. Um, so you can see that creative element of the three from just this uh, numerology book. Then you go look at the six. Um, and that one is has to do with service and responsibility. Uh, and I thought that that was, you know, kind of a lot of people in numerology know that about the six. It's kind of a caretaker. I know it also represents family uh, as well, which, you know, Masons are sort of a family and they're interested in the family. Sure. Um, and then the six is, if your six is your number, it's a serious and responsible person, but serving people with a lot of joy. So this idea of service with the number six, the creativity of the number three. Um, and then finally, the, the number nine which is often seen as the humanitarian and the one that is the teacher. Uh, and you could certainly see with Tesla being uh, a humanitarian because he wanted like everyone to have free electricity. You know, how great is that? Uh, so, but the quote was really good. Up in, in the numerology book, she said that 
Nine uh, has concern for the universal love and betterment of all humanity. He or she works without personal motive with the purpose of the greatest food for all in mind. And uh, I won't read the whole thing, but it's just basically a philanthropist kind of person. They're interested in the brotherhood. And so I thought, wow, this is so cool for your lodge even. All of these are values that, from what I can tell, having Michael been involved for so many years, uh, now a past master, that that this lodge hopes to be and, and strives to be. So you That's, can see the tie-in immediately. Yes. Now, I, I don't mean to get off the subject here, but you brought up something that I think is so prevalent to our time, is he was really wanting everybody to have free electricity. Can you imagine if we could have something like that nowadays? Can't what was his basis of that and how we wanted to do that? Do you know? I didn't quite understand the, the physics of it all, but it had to do with sort of using um, the Earth somehow, the magnetic from what I can tell, some sort of magnetic fields that it's easy to do. And I think he even made some progress with it. Uh, I, but I, I didn't quite, because I don't really have that kind of background. But sure. it was it was something real that he was really, it wasn't just like this great ideal that he was working on. And that was that was possible. But of course, the uh, com- electric companies don't want that. Of course not. And, and that, I think, was some of his problems was he really, he seemed not at all motivated by money. Uh, he really valued thinking a lot too. Uh, he was a very kind person. At the end of his life, he was very poor, and luckily someone paid for his rent. But he started rescuing pigeons. Hmm. He had this great relationship oh, with wow. the pigeons, and just this—he's just an incredible human being. When you really look at, and, and he—it doesn't look like he really resented the fact that he didn't have money. Uh, other than oh, another point. Um, his right at a certain point, um, his whole laboratory was burned down. There was some wow. sort of fire, and he had to set a start up. It was right at a point where he was getting somewhere, and he rebuilt after that. And he had these huge obstacles too. Right. And he kept going, um, and he didn't get married. I think on purpose because he wanted to dedicate his life to being an inventor. Oh yeah, he wouldn't have had time for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wonder if people were trying to sabotage him. You said they, someone, well, his operation burned down that was that's kind of weird well he did have some enemies and i mean he and edison started off well together but then they had a war because edison had the the different currents you know direct current and Mm. and then he really did have someone steal um his uh, the radio stuff and he eventually got it back so he he had enemies because of i think his intentions being not so financial but he also had friends you know he couldn't have done this without some friends too so All right, real good. I didn't mean to pull you away from that. But no, it's... no, it's, it's, it's cool. So um, so that's a little bit about the uh, the numbers. Oh, and I did forget to say that um, with the numbers, uh, Carl Jung in his book on synchronicity talks about how numbers are archetypes. And I never thought of a number as an archetype. You always think of like the mother sure. as an archetype or the right. trickster as the archetype. But he explains why they are archetypes. And I did want to sort of just give this quick little quote about what an archetype is because people always ask me and I never know what to say, honestly. This is a very Carl Jung quote, so it's a little dense. But it comes from his book on synchronicity and a causal connecting principle. He says, the archetypes are formal factors responsible for the organization of unconscious psychic processes. They are patterns of behavior. At the same time, they have a specific charge and develop numinous effects 
which express themselves. So that's his definition of an archetype. Um, they seem to be these also organizing principles. So he talks about how numbers help to organize the world. And that makes sense. It does. And he was really big on mandalas, Carl Jung. And, and they're very, you know, mathematical. A mandala's got squares and circles and stars. And so I won't go into all of the thing he said about the archetypes, um, but that he saw also the idea of an archetype is also connected to synchronicity. And many people often, since I'm a tarot card reader, they'll say, oh, Krista, I keep seeing the number 444. What does that mean? <laughs> and that idea of, of the numbers coming up in, in sort of meaningful ways, that is part of what they're meant to do. And then you have to figure out how to interpret it. So they come up to help point at some sort of thing happening in your unconscious. Mm. I know. I see a, a number 722 a lot. And that was a date a friend of mine was killed. So I'll, I'll be like, oh, wow, I see wow. that number all the Almost every day. I'm like, oh, I see you today, brother. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that could be a message from that person then. Oh, yes. Nice. And then if you add the number together, seven plus four is an 11. Mm -hmm. 11's often is called the spiritual messenger. So mm. spiritual message of some kind coming through, but specifically maybe through your friend. Oh, nice. And it's interesting because the number I seem to see on a regular basis is 1111. Mm. Which is I, a lot. I, I see also see 444. Yeah, so it's great. That's great. Uh, numbers have so much of a pattern to them, it seems. They're just random stuff. That There's a real pattern to working on, in all of this and the magic of the number. And I don't use that term lightly, of the term 369. So what else do you have here? Well, then I, of course, because I like Kabbalah. Do I like Kabbalah? Yes. I love Kabbalah. Me and Michael are crazy about Kabbalah. <laughs> yes. And so I, I but I, I thought, well, let me just go and see what Deanne Fortune actually says instead of just my own opinion, because her book on Kabbalah is so interesting and the way she says things is so cool. And I thought, I was kind of blown away by how it fits with Tesla's view of 369. I don't think he read Deanne Fortune's book. No. It was probably published by then. Maybe not, though, because they're right around the same time, actually. Anyway, um, the number three is associated with the third sifra, Bina, and it's called Understanding. But this is what a couple quotes that I think were really telling from her book. Three represents the female potency of the universe. And then she says, form disciplines force with a merciless severity. So that's where form is starting to happen yes and again this is what tesla's saying you know these 369 is the number for creation so then that's the early stages of it. then you go down to the sixes and that's tippereth and that's called beauty and she says uh fortune says it's the point of transmutation between the planes of force and the planes of form force and form so again this idea of the the descent of spirit into matter and it fits completely with what Tesla says. And then finally, the number nine deserves a whole show on it. And even in the Kabbalah, Yesod, it's pretty cool. And uh, it's called The Foundation. Um, I don't know if I'll have time to do all the quotes, but it's pretty awesome what she has to say about it. So first of all, the number three is on the left side. Both the six and the nine are in the middle pillars of the Kabbalah, the center of the tree. And we're descending down the tree, though you can also go up the tree. So nine is close to the end, but it's not the end. The tens are. So 
she says a yes um the place where the nine is is the sphere of that pe peculiar substance partaking of the nature of both mind and matter which is called the aether of the wise the akash or the astral light according to the terminology that is being used so it's, it can be related to the akashic energy or records and um Basically, it's here at the nine. Once you get down to the nine, when you're, you see things materializing, it's going to be hard to change things. But according to Dion Fortune, it, magically, it's where there's purification that's happening. And it is a very strange world, the yesod world. It's, it's, I, I think that anyone that works with the tarot after a while begins to sense that through seeing a lot of the number nine and how it applies to people. Um, but I thought that... Um, Yesod, her quote about Yesod, uh, where she says it is um, the, recept the receptacle of the emanations of all the other sephirah above, as is taught by the Kabbalist, and as the immediate and only transmitter of these emanations to Malkuth, the physical plane, it is the function of Yesod to purify the emanations. So that's what's going on there. So you feel like, okay, things are starting to really come together, but you can still purify what's going on. Uh, and so I thought after all of this and looking at, after, you know, Tesla and 369, I thought your number not only reflects this incredible magic, but it reflects to me because Nikola Tesla embraced it so much, it reflects the kind of human you can become. <laughs> like in a lot of ways, Tesla is, I think, um, a good aspiration as a Mason because he was a very noble person. He was dedicating to helping people, very intelligent, um, mystical too, but also practical. So that was the thing I was sort of surprised about was, oh, it's not just you have this interesting number, but you have this man a attached to it that can be an example of what a Mason can become. Yes. And that's what I thought was really touching. I didn't expect to find when I was researching. That's what's fun to research. Yes. Well, that's awesome. What a lesson. I, I, this is great. We're going to have to have you come back. Will you please? And, right. Will you, will you please come back? Yes. I, I don't know if there's more to say about that. I've covered many of the bases. And, and the thing is, I hope to inspire everyone else to do this in your lodge. Because, you know, afterwards, some of the guys came up to me and said, oh, you know, I saw the number 369. <laughs> because you know what? There's a lot more to come. There's a lot more in it. And each of you will find something unique and make it your own like for me what i found really amazing was that idea that tesla and masonry go along to in my mind as, yes. as far as an example of a really noble person and i didn't i didn't set out to do that and amazing not only is it our lodge number but it's a lodge dress too that yeah. ties together yeah it's, uh, it's just that's amazing it's, a, it's an awesome connection all right you're the good. first one to say that Yes. See, you discovered that. I just, I, I, I saw the Brilliant 702. Mind. I yeah. said, oh my goodness. Yeah. Brilliant mind. Who knows? Well, Krista, thank you so much for taking the time and, first of all, doing this study. You're just, you're phenomenal in doing this. I know that, I knew that when I heard you give this talk to our lodge, I, I had to have you on. And especially the first person coming back. Uh, the first is big to me. 
the first of anything. <laughs> and I knew I wanted it to be you. So, Krista, thank you so much for the time and the effort you put in. And thank you for sharing all of this with us. You're most welcome. And you really ought to thank my husband because he's the one that roped me into it. There you go. There you go. All right. As well, because, it, I mean, he knows how much I love to research. Yes. And I, you know, know enough about how to do it. But... Like I said, I hope this inspires all of the, the people in your lodge to say, hey, maybe this number is something I can benefit from and I can learn something that's unique. And, and like it'll get you thinking about like you did, like your friend and the, the number that you see all the mm -hmm. time. And so it has those like branches. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, yeah, that's great. Well, that will do it for us. Sean, thank you for being the co-host and adding your three cents worth in here, <laughs> as we like to put it. All right. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you for coming. All right, real good. This has been Illumination. We come from the library of Sunset Lodge number 369 here in Santa Monica, California. If you want to reach us, you can reach us at our website, which is sunsetmasoniclodge.org. That is sunsetmasoniclodge.org. We meet every Tuesday night, or most every Tuesday night, uh, starting at 6.30 for food. And our meeting is at 7.30. Whether you're a Mason or not, you can come by and visit us at 6.30. Have a bite to eat with us. We'd love to see you and to be a part of it. Anyway, once again, Krista, thank you for being our guest. Co-host is Sean. Bless, our producer, thank you, Michael, for being behind the board in the hot seat as you always have been. And I really appreciate everything that you've done and everything you're doing for, for this show and the Lodge. Thank you so much for that. Until then, I thought, have we heard it yet? No? There it is. It's on. <laughs> All right. Until then, you guys, see you next month. We're going to be doing this every month, by the way.